go. <laughs> We're live. Hi, this is Sarah and Abby from Sarah and Abby's Vegan Adventures. And you're listening to our episode on nose jobs. Episode three, y'all. We did it. We out here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to be, you know, deviating a bit from our animal advocacy theme and talking a little bit about plastic surgery. And our experience. What? Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> so, I thought all y'all cared about was animals. <laughs> yeah, that's what we hear a lot. I swear to God, I hate you. I can hear you eating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a nose job. <laughs> and it was actually really a good time. Didn't hurt. Only took painkillers. Why are you lying? And I, I, I swear it didn't hurt. I took the painkillers one day just because I was scared that it was going to hurt. But then it, it never hurt. So it just felt like I couldn't breathe. Well, you also have a really high pain tolerance, I feel like. I, yeah, but it, like, it's not that it hurt and I was just able to get it. literally didn't hurt. Oh, so Why? Did you get a nose job, Sarah? Did, Did you, you want to be more sexy and appealing to the men's? <laughs> Funny you say that. So, that is what, you know, I think a lot of people think plastic surgery is about. You know, being sexy, looking perfect. You know, just fitting into the ideal body image. When really it's... It's not about looking perfect. It's about looking and feeling normal because that's what it came down to for me um it wasn't just the basic you know i'm a teenager and i hate how i look because i do it was to the point where it was it was just impacting my my life and that sounds really dramatic but you know i it was all i would think about when i would meet new people i would just be thinking about Oh my gosh, they're staring at my nose. And I would wear my hair really long because I would try to hide my profile because I hated my profile. Yeah, so it was just like impeding on my literal life. I like I like that last part. That it was impeding on my life. Yeah, I mean I don't like it. But I <laughs> you like that. You like that? No, yeah. I like that explanation. It, it it wasn't just, oh I hate this. It was something that I I thought about constantly, literally, constantly, constantly. And that's what physicians use as a gauge, right? To tell kind of like, oh, you know, do you need help or do you need therapy or um, like medicine? Medicinal intervention is as if it's impacting your daily life. Yes. Right? Yeah, for like mental for other ailments. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. When you it's need a hip replacement. Yes. Um, cause obviously, you know, there's other parts of my body that I don't like either, but nothing really impacted me that way. Yeah. And everybody has something that they wish was different, but I think the key is that wasn't, it wasn't about that for you. 
No. It was more than that. It was. Um, and I think that if you, like, some people just don't understand because they just have parts about themselves that they don't like. So they're just saying, oh, it's just, it's just a part of your body you don't like. I, I don't like my ears, Sarah. Look at my ears. My teeth are crooked. Okay, it's not like that. Um, for me, it was pretty much like, you know when you get a pimple? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like a big pimple in the like. It always happens in the middle of your forehead. Well, or like it's just a tiny dot, but then you make it. Yeah, because then you pick it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like always in the middle of your forehead. Always. Or like right in the corner of your nose. Yes. Or even <laughs> of your nose. I've had them on the tip of my nose. Ooh. Um, yeah, so basically it felt like I had <laughs> one of those giant pimples on my face. That I couldn't put a Band-Aid on. I put couldn't put cover up on it. And it was just always there. That's how I felt every day. Wow. You know that feel? Of I mean. Like having, that, having that pimple on your forehead and then having to go meet with your professor and talk to them. Or having mm -hmm. to do a presentation with that pimple on your forehead. So how did your friends and family react when you told them? Or decided, or when you talked about it? Um, well, everyone was pretty much the same. Everyone, oh, you don't need it. Oh, you're so pretty just the way you are. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had some honest friends who obviously didn't want to say, oh, yeah, you definitely need it, because they didn't want to hurt my feelings. But actually one friend, only one, actually said, I think you would benefit from one. Um, so she you was my only Do you want to give him a shout out or no? No. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. Stay good. Stay good. Please stay with us. The show will resume momentarily. But yeah, pretty much everyone was kind of just like, oh, you don't need it. And they would try to make a comparison to like something on their body. Or they'd be like, I have a big nose too. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> You know. <laughs> well, and there's something to be said about when people compare. I mean, that, that's what people do a lot is like compare their own flaws or what they feel is a flaw to what you're going through in the moment. And like, it usually doesn't help. No, it doesn't help. And I think that that almost makes it worse because you're kind of dismissing our favorite word. Mm -hmm. Dismissing and, um, it kind of made me feel worse because it's like if someone, <laughs> I would look at it like this. Like when people would say, no, look at my nose. My nose is big too. It's like, okay, if you're saying your nose is big and your nose is literally fine, then mine is an issue. Oh, I remember you used to say that. Does that make yeah. sense? Like if you're trying to say your nose is big mm -hmm. and I know that mine is worse than that, then what you're saying doesn't make sense. Or like when a like a skinny girl says like, "Oh my god, I'm so fat," and then like you know their heavier friend is next to them and it's like, "Okay, yeah, like if you're saying that, then then what yeah, exactly? What am I? Yeah." So they weren't supportive of they didn't they didn't think you should get one. Or no, they, um, once I was saying I'm doing it, everyone was like, "All right, cool, good." What but about like your parents and family? Um, of course, my parents were just parents. <sighs> You don't need that. But I think once that I 
once I showed them that I was like actually serious and I started going to the doctor's appointments, they were kind of like, oh, all right. <laughs> now, is that something that insurance pays for? Um, no. Because it's cosmetic. It's considered cosmetic? Yeah. So if you have a deviated septum, that's uh, like that's like a medical thing. So that's covered. But that they that doesn't cover the actual cosmetic changes yeah he wouldn't lie on the farm for you (laughs) that's what they used to do like i know some people who are like older that they used to do that like years and years ago like say they're going in for deviated septum but Mm -hmm. i don't they can't get away with that now no no damn lawyers i know Mm mm-hmm Um, okay, so how old were you when you finally were able to do the surgery? You have to be over 18, right? Yeah, so I was 22. I was 22. And was it hard waiting that long, or why did you wait that long? Well, I waited that long because, um, (laughs) I needed to pay for it. So... And I didn't really know, like, how money worked, you know, when I was in college. You didn't know how money worked? (laughs) Well, I didn't know, like, about, like, like, credit cards and, like, loans and, like, this and that. And it was all just, like, kind of intimidating, you know? So once I graduated college, I was like, all right, this is the first thing I'm going to be doing. Like, if it would still bother me, you know? Like, I wanted to make sure that this was something that I was actually serious about, even though I knew I was. But I figure, you know, once I'm out of college, definitely not going to regret it. Well, because other people made you feel like you would regret it, or... Yeah, yeah pretty much that. Like, I felt like I ha- I just had to wait, and then I to pay for it. So I wasn't able to pay for it with what I was making at the dining hall in college. <laughs> <laughs> The first thing that people hear when they hear plastic surgery or, you know, whatever, is surgery, you're modifying your body, you're altering your image. So what do you say to people who think that plastic surgery is all about, you know, unrealistic beauty standards and standards for women and this pop culture type, you know? You know... Like, I, I think it's definitely, that plays a role, you know, like body image and the media and all that, what, what the perfect body should look like. Um, but for me personally, I can't speak for other people. For me personally, like, like I said before, it wasn't about looking perfect. It was about just feeling normal. The first time I noticed my nose was in kindergarten. I was that young. Yeah. So we we did a project where, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like our profiles and we traced our profiles with paper and the teacher hung them all up and we were trying to guess whose profile it was. And then it was my turn and I couldn't, I didn't know who was mine. I thought she didn't have it up. And then she pointed to it and that was the one with the biggest nose. And I was like, no, like I really didn't believe her that it was my nose. And that's the first time I noticed it. And, you know, that in kindergarten, you're five, six years old. You're not comparing yourself to 
girls in magazines. Like that's not even right. on your radar, even comparing yourself to other like girls in your class. That's just not a thing yet, in my opinion, when you're that young. Um, so what this did to me was really just like, it showed that I was different. It showed that my nose was different than all of theirs. So no, it wasn't really about competing with unrealistic standards. It was just showing that like my nose is literally different than anybody else, everybody else's. And did your, did your teacher play any role in that? I mean, like, do you think she should have done more to, well, I mean. No, I don't, I, I don't think she noticed. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Do you think it was that imperceptible that the teacher didn't notice, but you were able to notice as, you know, the owner of the body? Well, I, I, that's interesting. I, I don't know. Maybe she did. Well, because how did she know it was yours unless she saw you hang it up or if. Our names are probably on the back. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. So maybe she did notice. Um, I don't and know. that like boot of her to to say, "Oh, here's yours." Hmm. Interesting. I don't know, but then is that like, oh, sh- you know, sh- shouldn't we celebrate differences and all that? Yeah, maybe that could have opened up a conversation. Like, but at the same time, then but, yeah, no, it. it's like, you no, this is really yours. Know. Everyone's picking out theirs. This is yours. Um. But yeah, I, I think that it really didn't have anything to do with unrealistic beauty standards as much as it had to do with just feeling different, you know? So, I mean, so how do you balance that with, you know, other kids, well, not kids, but other people who feel different and then it's something that they can't change or something that they, I mean, they shouldn't want to change, I guess? Well, it's all just, you know, how you feel about it. There are people who had bigger noses than I did, will do, you know, and <laughs> and they're confident and they're so pretty. Like, I I don't even notice that they have a big nose. Like, mm-hmm. I notice it because I'm looking at it because I just notice people's noses now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're so confident and it doesn't it doesn't phase them. So like, so it's also just how you respond to the world around you too. It's your confidence, you know, um, just because you have a big nose or you have big ears doesn't mean you need to get surgery on it if you're confident. But if that bothers you, if you don't like feeling different and it's again, impacting your, your life every day, then for 20 years for 20. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to. How much is it bothering you? You know? Well, and I think we can, I think the main point is kind of like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's not a big deal. You know, don't, getting a nose job. I mean, it's not like, oh my God. Yeah, no. They're changing their image. Yeah. And I think people in our generation don't really think it's such a big deal. I think the older generation has a more difficult time with it. I guess, yeah, maybe. Like my I mean, grandma. You can't even tell that you have a nose job. Yeah. You you really can't. Yes. It just has some bad, you know, misconceptions about it that 
Needs a change. Well, let me ask you this. Mm. What would you do if your child wants to have a nose job? All right, in, so mid- I feel- in middle school. Okay. So from what I read, because, you know, this was something that I always researched when I was young, a lot of doctors won't do a nose job on someone under 18 because you have to wait for your whole face to develop. You know, so if you do surgery on a 14-year-old, on a no- you do a nose job on a 14-year-old, their face isn't done growing, so it might look good on that 14-year-old face, and it might look proportional to that 14-year-old. But then by the time they're 20, 25, it's, it's going to look weird. So you have to wait until your whole face is just, like, grown. Okay. I guess if my kid was in middle school, I would acknowledge it. You know, I wouldn't just say, no, you're so pretty, stop. You know, I would say, wow, like, I'm really, really sorry that it bothers you that much. Like, what can we do to make you feel better? Want to get a haircut? Want to do this? Want to talk to a therapist? Even? Yeah, but then, yeah. But, but, but then wouldn't they say, like, oh, so you think it's big? Because that's what yeah. I would have done. Well, I, would, like, I, I wouldn't say it's big, but I would say does it really talk about how it bothers them, like, not the actuality of it. But just, yeah. I'm sorry, it bothers you so much, you know? And then honestly, I think before my kid went to college, if it was really as problematic as it was for me, yeah, I would pay for it before they went to college. You would pay for it. Yeah. Wow. Or maybe like CAFCs. I don't know what their money's going to be. Maybe they could owe me some. But like, mm-hmm. I think before college, because I... I think I could have had a lot more fun in college if I had it done then. Well, because you, like, would avoid, like, pictures and certain settings because of it. Yeah. And it just, like, made me anxious. That's sad. Aww. Are you okay? Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but... Mm-hmm. um. And a lot of, uh, like, pretty much every adolescent struggles with, like, acne, and that's, I mean, obviously not the same thing, but it's very challenging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that parents kind of have to do a better job at acknowledging. Our parents are going to think this is, like, about them. It's not. Oh, my God. It's literally not. It's not about you. Um, well, because the parental thing to say is, oh, you're so beautiful. I know. Stop it. And I'm sure that's how I'm going to want to react to my kids, too. Well, and also they probably think we are beautiful. Like, because, you know, the thing where you can't, you literally can't tell if your kid is ugly. (laughs) They probably literally didn't think your nose was big. Yeah. They probably literally could not tell that it was. They're around me every day, you know, like. That's just my face to them. Mm-hmm. But even acne, like, I feel like my mom would literally say, like, I don't see, like, I don't see, I don't think of you as having, like, acne. So I feel like they literally are programmed to not see flaws because they, they're biologically yeah. <laughs> programmed to love us. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get that, but I think it's just finding the the line between like what's just normal I don't like my ears I feel like I'm overweight whatever versus things that are actually really bothering them 
And whether you want to go the therapy route or you want to actually change it, uh, something needs to be done because then I think it could lead to like lifelong anxiety. Like, like social anxiety, I think is kind of just like programmed into Oh, me. interesting. I do. We should do a study. That's dramatic. But yeah, let's do a study. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, yeah, I th- and my mom did always like she was always kind of like, okay, if you if you feel that way, like, w- would you feel like you were because I would be like, I'm so ugly, whatever. She's like, would you feel like you were pretty if you didn't have pimples? And I was like, yes. And she'd be like, okay, then let's go get, let's go to like the you know the stores where you can um pick out your they like match you like makeup. Yeah, yeah. She was like, let's go yeah. to let's go do that she was like I don't think I don't think you have pimples but see I think that's like the right way to go about it I like that if you feel like that would change how you feel about yourself then let's go get a makeup and we went to like Macy's and I she let me take out like a credit card to get the 50 like not 50 percent off but the discount and then I had the makeup Mm -hmm. And I felt, like, more confident. Yeah. It does. And I guess, like, yeah, I see why people think, like, oh, why do you have to change how you look to feel better? But it's, like, if you don't get it, then you just don't get it. And, like, you're lucky. <laughs> you know, like, if you, if you yeah, don't mood of, like, that feeling in your stomach, then, like, good for you. <laughs> well, yeah. And also, it's, like, nobody bats an eye when people get, you know, breast enhancements or um, Botox injections. But if somebody is, you know, genuinely uncomfortable with the structure of their face, you know, people will be like, oh, you got yeah. a nice job, like seriously. Yeah. And I think that that's sad. And like it did really, I I mean, I don't know. You're my friend. <laughs> I've, I've noticed Aww. the difference in like Babe. my confidence, I guess since I've gotten it, like, yeah, for sure. Um, I cut my hair, not like yeah, you did my hair, but I, <laughs> I cut my hair shorter because that's just more practical for me. Cause I'm lazy and I don't do my hair. And I would have never done that without the nose because like I said, I, I like literally hid behind my hair. Mm-mm. And then I like started going to the gym once I got my nose job. Oh yeah. And I, I got highlights in my hair. And I feel like I didn't do those things before because I just felt like so ugly that none of that mattered, you know? Like, people were just looking at my nose anyway, so why bother, you know? You started posting videos, like, uh, on your um, training page. That surprised me. I was like... Oh, like, with my face in it? Yeah. And like, yeah, and I noticed that I like, when I send snaps, I like put my face in it now. Mm-hmm. It used to just be like the eye. Like half my face, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I wish I got it earlier. Like in college, like before college. Well, yeah, and it's also hard to mm-hmm. get it. Because once you start college, you wouldn't have wanted to get it in the middle because then people would notice more. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I guess over the summer. 
Yeah, if I did it over the summer. Well, um, the way people described um, you is like something looks, diff- looks different about you, right? What do you mean? Like people who hadn't seen you for a while, they're kind of like, something looks different about you. Like can't place it. Like they don't. Yeah. That's yeah. what my doctor said he wanted to do. Like he didn't want to make it look like I had a nose job, which I don't think that's any doctor's goal. But um, like my nose still has, it's not a perfect nose job, perfect little perky nose by any means. It's. There are some, like, asymmetries to it. There is still a bump, which I was, you know, having a fit about. But then... Yeah, um, I remember that. Like, I realized, you know, I still feel so much better. And back to the original point of, like, it's not about feeling perfect. It's about feeling normal. So, like, yeah, my nose is not perfect. Could I go in and get a second one? Yeah, probably. But, like, I just... I feel It, it did its job. I feel better. So that's it. You know, I'm not going to. Well, and it's not even about, you said it's not about being perfect. It's not even about being, quote, beautiful. Because to you, it's still like, oh, I wish this was different. I wish this was different. You just don't, now you just don't feel like everyone's staring at you. Yes. Literally, I feel like I'm just not a freak show. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think that pimple example really, like. Hits the nail on the head. You know, like having a giant pimple on your forehead. Exactly. And when a lot of teens do have giant pimples on their head, what is the first thing a parent says? Oh, my God. What? Oh, they say you notice? What? No, they'll be like, they'll be like, oh, it's not that bad. And they'll be like, I had pimples. Like, everybody gets pimples. Yeah. And then they'll be like... It'll be gone by, like, tomorrow. And then, like, you know, you tell your friends or whatever. And they'll be like, oh, my skin is so bad. They'll have, like, one pimple, but, like, their mm-hmm. entire face is clear. Yeah. And then you have people who have, like, really bad, like, cystic acne. It's, it's rough. Rough out there to be a young person. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and, you know, saying things like, oh, just eat better or... Wash your face. Yeah, wash your. Oh my god! Like, do you understand that people with oily skin like have to do such strict skin regimens? Like, they're washing their face. Trust me. Like, (laughs) yeah. I remember, like in seventh grade, a girl, like who sat behind me, was like touching her forehead because she was like, "Oh, like you know when you put your hand on your forehead." Yeah. To just be like, oh. And I was like, oh my god! Like she can touch her face. Because I remember if I touched my face, I would literally like break out, and it would it would just be like a mount. Like I, I didn't oh want to touch it. I felt it felt like gross. Like oh my god, Notre Dame, Hunchback of Notre Notre Dame, Notre Dame. Yeah, <laughs> and mine wasn't even yeah. the, you know it was bad, but I just had kind of like I had pimples like forever, like from fifth grade till I I went on Accutane. Shout out to Accutane. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like that cystic. Like I feel so bad for people who have like that. Those, you know what I'm talking about? Like those yeah. deep cystic. Yeah. And I tell parents like, of like kids I used to babysit. I'm like, seriously, like take them to a dermatologist because sometimes washing with those washes like doesn't help. It doesn't do anything. Like I tried yeah. every single one of those. It just doesn't. 
Yeah. And a lot of people will judge you for going on that. For going on Accutane? Mm-hmm. Because it, like, shrinks your oil glands. Okay. And they're like... So what's the judge? They're like, well, I sure you want to do that. It's, like, oh. permanent. Yeah. Um, cool. And it's also, like, it causes birth defects. Like, yeah, that's why I'm not going to get pregnant. <laughs> and, like, it used to be really controversial. Like, maybe, like, five years ago, like, a lot of doctors wouldn't put you on it. Now it's, like, a lot more common. But it's really hard to get, too. Like, you literally – I don't know. Were we friends when I was taking it? Um, the, Towards the end, right? Yeah, viewers, we, um, we did break up. Oh, we don't talk about it. <laughs> it's too hard. Um, no, but you have to. So you have to go to the doctor. Doctor looks at you. They're like, "Do you want to kill yourself?" And you're like, "No." They're like, "Are you pregnant?" You're like, "I don't know. That's why I got the pregnancy test. You tell me if I'm pregnant." They're like, "All right, let me check." Then you go. You have to pick up. You have to go online, do a quiz. Basically, like, how do you put on a condom? Backwards, forwards, or regular? And you're like, okay. Then within two days, you have to pick up your prescription. And then, like, if you don't do it within that time period, you have to, like, go back to the doctor. Then <laughs> three weeks later, you have to go get your blood drawn, get a pregnancy test, Damn. go back to the doctor, and do everything within that two-day period. It's crazy. Huh. That's a lot. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't it makes your skin so dry. Like, your, my lips were bleeding, like, every day. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. But it's literally, like, the same thing. You were just, Like, you go in for a job interview, and you feel like, it, you know what? It feels, like, immature. Like, you feel like you're immature. It makes yeah. you feel like a child. Because yeah. it's, you know, pimples are usually puberty thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then if you wear foundation or cover up then you're fake because you're wearing makeup mm -hmm. and then it makes it worse no it does yeah and if and you don't wear makeup why isn't she covering that up yeah like and it's just all again like pimples might not be a big deal for someone else but it's a big deal to you you know yeah. so you chose to do something about it because it, you can <laughs> you know yeah. like just because pimples, maybe, maybe having acne, maybe I wouldn't have cared that much. You know, maybe I would have just dealt with it. Okay, I have acne. You know, but mm -hmm. it affects you. Those pretty girls that have bigger noses than I did, like, good for them. Great for them. It doesn't bother them. That's awesome. I'm jealous. But it bothered me. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think it bothers. Well, I don't know. I think even if it seems like it doesn't bother people, like, I'm sure, I'm sure it does in some way. Well, the way I finally described it to my mom, I was like, I wake up every morning and like, look at the mirror and like, assess the damage. Like, I see, like, do I have any new ones? Like, did any of them heal? You know, what is the week going to look like? Like, that's literally how it felt every morning. Like, kind of like a dread, like to look in the mirror to see like, what? what it was going to be. And like, if you were, if you were to tell somebody that like, they would just, I don't know, I feel like they would dismiss you. 
Yeah. Because they'd be like, it's, it's pimple, it'll go away. Okay, but I'm 20. At this point, I was 22. Mm-hmm. I'd had it since fifth grade. Like, it's not, go- like, sorry, that's not hormonal acne that's going to go away. Yeah, no. Like, it's not. And when it, it really does make you feel like, I don't know, because I feel like you, you try to present yourself to an employer and then and you have, like, a pimple that you, like, obviously tried to cover that's, like, you know, not covering because it's hard to cover. And then it just makes you look bad. Yeah. What else did we want to cover on it? I don't know. Let's check our notes. <laughs> Ooh, God made you the way you are. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, that's- really? God wanted me to have pimples? Let's try to um, anticipate some of the haters' comments and then, like, respond to it. Okay. Um, you're still ugly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Like we said, it's about how I feel, and I think that I am less ugly. Oh, wait. So- are we going to tell them the main reason why you got a nose job? Well, um, not the main reason. Well, not the main, but okay. So <laughs> the first, I noticed that, you know, in kindergarten, whatever, but no one like made fun of me because we were like in kindergarten. You know, because kindergartners then, aren't evil yet. Yeah. So then, you know, my name is something that I can't, that I won't disclose to my viewers. <laughs> 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 I had a boy in middle school start calling me Sarah Big Nozo. Wow. Which rhymes with my last name. And um yeah, so I had, you know, a bunch of middle school popular kids calling me Sarah Big Nozo. <clears throat> Let's shout him out. Want to <laughs> shout him out? No. Nice guy. Going looking to uh, apply to some jobs. <laughs> um, yeah, so that definitely didn't help. People are so, you know, kids are. People are mean. People are so mean. It's like you can't, you, when, you don't say that to someone. Obviously, you know, you go to sleepovers. You talk, you know you gossip or you talk to your best friend about like who you hate but I've never you know called someone a name name. I've never made fun of someone for how they talk for how they look for how they dress like I don't know yeah like I'm sure you know as a kid like you you would talk about that to yeah you would to say it like to someone's face and like blatantly bullied them that's so mean that's just it's 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 mean like you're evil <laughs> that kid i think he's literally evil yeah because like even the, like the kids who would smell you know like i didn't yeah. understand like why are you calling them out like, obviously if they smell that like some you know their home life is not great or you know i'm sure that they don't want to go to school smelling yeah like um, why are you <laughs> mm-hmm. people are just mean man you cannot <laughs> you know criticize people for how they look watch somebody's gonna comment and be like actually we were in second grade together and you told me my ponytail was crooked yeah <laughs> yeah no um all right, should we give the viewers some final thoughts? Everyone should get a nose job. 
yeah, get free nose, nose jobs. <laughs> no, I think that like just to close, it's not. I think I said this ten times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what we'll call this episode. Yeah, I repeat myself ten times. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're stupid. If something bothers you to the point where it is affecting your daily life, you have to address it. Amen. Amen. And addressing it doesn't mean get plastic surgery. Addressing it can mean go to therapy. Addressing can addressing it can mean talking about it with someone. But you you need to address it, and you need to fix it. Not like actually fix it necessarily. <gasps> But, like, you need to fix the way, oh, you need to fix the way you feel about it. Mm -hmm. And if the way you feel about it can be accomplished with therapy, then do that. But if that won't fix it for you, then there is no shame in fixing it. Way to put plastic surgery nose job. Mm hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I do it again. And, if there's any plastic surgeons out there who want to be featured on the podcast, give out a discount or a coupon mm -hmm. code, just let us know. And then the viewers can mention our podcast and get a 15% off mm -hmm. um, free consultations. Just hit us up. Okay. Um, definitely going to get back to animals soon. Like this was deviation mm -hmm. from the norm. Um, I feel like we should throw in a go vegan comment or something. Yeah. Um, go vegan, like, comment, subscribe. Oh, we still got to set up that contest we'll be doing later this month. <laughs> yeah. All right. We, we need an outro. Like, um, closing out. Mm. Sarah and Abby's Vegan Adventures comes to a close. Um, okay. We'll work on it. All right. Peace. Bye. <laughs>